street Spider-Man, 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 let's read Spider-Man. Welcome, True Believer Eaters, to another episode of Let's Read Spider-Man, the best podcast to break down hard-hitting dialogue, such as Let's Read Spider-Man, Let's Read Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Here to provide analysis for those eight words and so much more is my friend Eddie. Eddie, how are you today? I'm doing wonderful. I am very excited to be on episode number 150 of Let's Read Spider-Man, reading The Amazing Spider-Man number 200 and... Even more thrilling, we have in a, the most incredible part of our podcast, the guy who wrote and performed our theme song, Jeff Keniston. Jeff, how you doing? I'm doing good, guys. Thanks for having me on. Uh, long, long overdue. Um, and I'm just going to jump in real quick and share with you, Eddie, if you don't know the details of why Jeff Keniston wrote our theme song. And I know he's going to say we wrote it, but he wrote it, but that's okay. What happened was... <laughs> Jeff has a really small room where he teaches guitar, and he also teaches, uh, what do you call the podcasting class, Jeff? Uh, it's music technology. Music technology. <laughs> and last year, during the, one of the COVID things, you know, like everything, things were a little out of sync, but they overloaded his room, and he ended up with, I don't know, it felt like an extra 12 kids, and they sent them to the library, and there was a whole rigmarole about trying to get machines that they could actually use. But Jeff was teaching his class, and his some of his students were literally 30 seconds away, you know, through three closed doors, out of sight, out of mind. And he would come over occasionally and just make sure they were doing what we're doing. And, you know, he sent the better kids over there, more or less. You know, he felt a little bad about it. It didn't bother me that much. But he said to me at one point, hey, like, you know, I owe you one. And I thought... Well, I know how to cash that in. And uh, Jeff stayed at work one day and uh, wrote the Let's Read Spider-Man uh, song. I remember I, I told him, I said, I don't need lyrics. But, you know, he slapped them in there anyway. And now I can't imagine uh, not hearing those lyrics. So. <laughs> I feel like it was it was asking for some lyrics. <laughs> All eight of them. Your artistic interpretations are always valued so very highly, <laughs> Jeff. So, James B., why don't you take us into our big book of the day? Okay, yeah, like as we mentioned, uh, Jeff being here is definitely the, the biggest news, but second biggest is that we're on Amazing Spider-Man 200, uh, having covered well over 300 books. We finally got to ASM 200, and this is the 150th show, so we've got a lot going on, but we, we can't get too far off track because we no, have to cover the book. No dilly-dallying. <laughs> that's right. From January of 1980, Stanley presents The Amazing Spider-Man 200, The Spider and the Burglar, a sequel by Marv Wolfman, Keith Pollard, Jim Mooney, and Stanley writing one page of this book. I do know which page it is. By oh, it, you know, normally I would read my summary out here, but I think Jeff, you're gonna you're gonna read our summary in a special way. Go for it, Jeff. All right. All right I'm just gonna vibe in this from the intro. I did. Spidey's not Spider-Man, his powers alone. Mysterio's drugs have taken a toll. He's stuck in our May, in our May's home. The residents stare 
as he thinks of a tragedy that's unfair. Bad luck, it follows Spider-Man wherever he goes. He tries to fight it, but it's hard to win sometimes. The costume goes flying as Peter gives in. As Peter gives in. Rainy walk home, Peter's feeling blue. He's lost his powers and he doesn't know what to do. The costume hits the wall and he's had enough. He can't shake the feeling that he's out of love. Yeah, bad luck follows Spider-Man no matter where he goes. He tries to fight it, but it's hard to win sometimes. The costume goes flying as Peter gives in. As Peter gives in. Before we leave the old hopeful, we can see his sights. A burglar's escaped, and everything is not right. Peter's world turned upside down, he's feeling low, but he knows he has to go. And even though, even though, bad luck, it follows Spider-Man no matter where he goes. He tries to find it, but it's hard to win, yeah. The costume goes flying as Peter gives it. As Peter gives it. How are we ever going to have regular show again with summaries now? <laughs> Everyone's going to be calling. We're going to get so many emails. Like, uh, I would like an original song for every summary of <laughs> Let's Read Spider-Man. This is going to have to be our last episode as well now. We're going to have to go out with this episode. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Go out with a bang. I got to say, the first part of this book, did we get a little confused about how uh, Peter was piecing together Uncle Ben's life? He had to go to like a broadcasting building to find out about the treasure that was hidden in his forest hills hills home. <laughs> so, Eddie, I I happened to see the second movie of the Avatar series, the Avatar, whatever it's called, like Way of the Water or whatever it was called. Oh yeah, and it, it's a three hour movie, and I thought they used every minute of those three hours to progress the story. You know, yes. Ironically, the Avatar second movie is very much like very much a similar story to the first story. You know, yes. so you could parallel a lot. I don't know if you've seen it, but you could, there's a lot of parallels here. I think they took the first story and said, how can we drag this thing out to a double sized <laughs> issue? I have never seen Peter go through so much detail when it came to literally he decides to, you know, I'm going to swing on top of a, a skyscraper and it takes seven panels to yes. get to the top. <laughs> oh, just kidding. He actually slips a little bit. 
and it takes him seven more to get to the top. So it's 14 panels, you know? Dilly-dallying. And he doesn't have – I guess the emphasis is that he doesn't have his powers. He still doesn't have his powers from Mysterio's depressant he gave him. A lot of fiddling around here uh, in the first part of this book. It's going to be fiddling around for the whole book. I'm just going to tell you. It's, it's Every section is fiddling. It's just worse and worse. But as told in the in the story, the summary that Jeff just told us about, yeah, he does whip his costume against the wall. He's done. That's it. He's done again. Hates him. Hates and, Spider-Man. Yep. And this is going to be one of those issues where he's going to have to, you know, go back and remind himself why he does what he does. Jeff, you okay to sing the next part? Oh, we got number two. All right. Well, let's see what happens in part two of this five-part book. Peter's on a mission to find out who's to blame for breaking into his childhood home and causing all the pain. He goes next door to Anna Watson hoping for a lead but she's little help just tells him to check the rental agency. Peter's on the case. He won't stop until he knows who's responsible. He won't let this go. He remembers Uncle Ben and the lesson that he learned. He won't let the burglar be taciturn. Nice use of the word taciturn. <laughs> he tracks down the previous tenant, recognizes the name. It's the burglar who killed Uncle Ben, and it's all the same. Peter's determined to bring him to justice He won't let the robber slip through his fingers He's on a mission of his own design Peter's on the case He won't stop until he knows Who's responsible He won't let this go He remembers Uncle Ben and the lesson that he learned, he won't let the burglar be taciturn. He breaks into a broadcast building looking for a clue. He's got to find out what happened, or it won't be through. He finds a tape that tells the whole story, but it's not enough. He's got to find a burglar to make him sorry. As he leaves the building, he stops a criminal in his tracks. Remembers the day he let the robber get away, but not again. Deep in thought, he opens his apartment door. 
There's a robber, excuse me, a burglar's gun on a level with the floor. Oh. Well done, Jeff. And that's right, folks. I may or may not have forgotten to call the burglar the burglar, the robber sometimes. <laughs> My apologies. Again, Jeff just gave us uh, the summary. And, you know, he watches the videotape and they don't tell us as the audience, the reader doesn't know what's on the tape. Agree? Yeah. I, it's some huge solution, resolution to whatever the problem, the robber or the, there I go again, the burglar. <laughs> has broken into four sales and is after them. 20 minutes. He watches the tape for 20 minutes and tells us nothing. And then he goes out in the hallway and there's another person that he has to stop, as Jeff Summary said, a criminal in his tracks. And it turns out that the policeman who says stop thief, you know, the the guard, yeah. is the same guard. What do you think about that? <laughs> this is just more rehashing. They're, they're treading water here. Okay. Well, I want to talk about this for a minute. Okay. How long has it been since this incident happened? Because we have one of those wishy-washy time problems here, don't we? I don't. I don't think so. It's been. It can't have been more than ten years. It's very possible this guard has worked there for eight years or nine years. Okay. All right. I'm just saying. So you think? You know, Peter. Is, how old do we think Peter is? In this he's story? a grad. He's a grad, he's a grad student. So we'll say 23. And we'll say and in he got his sophomore in high, sophomore in high school in the bookstore. 16, 17. So. Yeah. Okay. Very Seven possible. Right. Very, very possible, I think. Okay. I don't got a problem. All right. with well, it. chapter two had again Spider Man climbing and climbing and being dizzy and, and finally when chapter three starts, he, he sees the burglar there, you know, as it says at the end with his gun. Yes. Why don't we let Jeff tell us what happens in chapter three? All right, chapter three. All right, here's here we go. on a mission, he's out on the trail, he's chasing the burglar, he won't let him fail, the burglar's no fool, he's one step ahead, he takes a beat down, now he's tied up instead, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, he's the hero we need, he'll do whatever it takes to save the day with great speed, the burglar tortures Peter, he wants to know where, the treasure is buried, but Peter's unaware, so the burglar departs, just to find someone new. But Peter's not giving up the breaks with Spider-Man, Spider-Man, he's the hero we need. He'll do whatever it takes to save the day with great speed. Yeah, Spider-Man hops on a bus and sends him to the home of Aunt Mary, the burglar sisters alone. They fight in the burglar shoot Spider-Man down, but he's not defeated, he won't sit around. Because Spider-Man, Spider-Man, he's the hero we need. He's going to do what it takes to save the day with great speed. Mm. The burglar kicks the door with Aunt May himself. He thinks he's got Peter, but he doesn't know. If Spider-Man's there, he's ready to attack. He gives his true identity, because he's lost his. Yeah, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, he's our hero we need. He'll do what it takes to save the day with great speed. The burglar packs, he tries to escape. But Spider-Man's too fast, won't let him get away. Because in the end, the burglar has a heart attack. 
He falls to the ground, but he never comes back. Yeah, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, he's a hero we need. He's done what it takes, yeah, to save the day, yeah, with great speed. Yeah, our heart may change that Spider-Man said she's the safe at last. He's in the hospital. He's grateful for his past. Spider-Man's powers have returned. Yeah, he's ready to fly. He's the hero we need. The hero we need in the sky. All right. There it is. Oh, man. Fantastic once again. That is Jeff Keniston summarizing this book in vocal musical form wonderful jeff as always so brilliant thank you guys i'm glad you glad you liked it (laughs) so eddie peter decides to tear off his mask at some point and my first reaction immediately was well i guess the burglar's gonna die that's exactly what i thought yeah you can't be you can't know his identity and either be alive or have your memory that's that's just a rule right something weird has got to happen because not possible (laughs) Real quick summary, though, through 1980 now, is there a single character that knows Peter's identity that has his memory or is alive that we know of? It seems like Jay Jonah should know. He's taken his mask off in a dark alley. and We don't know. We don't really know. It's true. We, we, we don't know for we sure. We don't know that he ever took it off or not. Uh, Joe Robbie has suspicions or not? Joe Robbie should, but unconfirmed. All unconfirmed. Okay, so the minute you lose your mask, you're you're dead. Yeah. Or exactly. you're going to lose your memory or something like that. So To be fair to the... the uh, Burglar 2, he does freak out because he thinks, I'm going to die now because I know who Spider-Man is. And he runs. I'm, I'm fortunate to have a real copy of this book in oh, front of me, by the way. Awesome. Uh, I wanted to let you know that this book has some of the best advertisements of all. We don't talk about advertisements ever in our show, but it has a full two-page Star Wars advertisement for 1980. Eddie, you, the, the second set of figures has come out. So now this is beyond the regular you know, Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader figures, we can now get like Greedo oh. and Fett and uh, a lot of new toys and the remote controlled radio controlled R2-D2. There's just some amazing stuff here. But eventually you get back to the story. Peter Parker is, is tied up in a chair when this section starts and the burglar like slaps him around a lot for three pages. Yeah, uh, it tortures him. Why can't he escape is this because because Mysterio's has yeah his powers are weak? still coming back slowly all throughout this book, he he doesn't get back to full force until like really the very end of the book he's still struggling. So just to be clear, within this given day, right? <laughs> yes, he's gone from I can't untie myself to suddenly I can untie. Like the powers come back in the middle of the book, right? Yeah, right. Okay. He get, okay. Yeah, he's as he moves along. Uh, it, this is such a sentimental book. It has so much of Spider-Man's past in it. Uh, it it's, it's a lot of looking backwards instead of forwards. I, I was thinking about what happened in issue 100. The very last panel of issue 100, Peter Parker has six arms. I, it was such a cliffhanger. I'm like, what is going to happen? And this issue, it really just reaffirms that Peter wants to be Spider-Man, and Aunt, T- Aunt May will continue to be the rock in Peter's life. That last page, by the way, that has a lot of Spider-Man wisdom in it, uh-huh. that page 47, that is the Stan Lee page, by the way. Oh, I see. Yeah, Stan Lee's lines are, there have been so many times that I wanted to give up my Spider-Man role. Um, you know, I was scared, afraid to face the world as plain Peter Parker. 
You know, he says, my spider power did more than increase my strength and increase my longing for justice and loathing for cruelty and crime. At last, I realize I'm the luckiest guy in this whole wide, wonderful world. Well, one thing we have to do is uh, we we got a lot of great audio today from Jeff, but we still got to take care of our regular sponsor business here because someone has to put this, you know, up on the uh, on the podcast feed. So it's time for our sponsor. Eddie, today's sponsor is once again... For their third appearance, the Old Acme Warehouse at the other end of town. <laughs> Eddie, the Old Acme Warehouse is a creative and professional space for professionals. It's a great place for you know burglars to hide out or to hide kidnapped old ladies, or you can use it for a startup company. Uh, affordable rentals also for large gathering, such as the Ladies Literary Club of Ypsilanti or a Fright Night sponsored by the Frightful Four. Also, uh, Saturday, January 28th, 2023, you can see Jeff Keniston with percussionist Tyler Campbell appearing at the Old Acme Warehouse. From age 21 to 121, there is something for everyone at the Old Acme Warehouse. Check them out on Yelp and see their ad in Practical Sheep, Goats, and Alpacas magazine. Eddie, have you finally had a chance to check out the Old Acme Warehouse? Uh, you know, I have not. I know this has been a return sponsor of ours. It, it it just seems like there's a lot of crime that takes place. A lot of criminals know it as a good spot to hang out, maybe tie somebody up, uh, maybe torture them a little bit. Uh, why why is uh, why are we having all these things happen there again? You got to live a little, Eddie. I mean, it's as far as old warehouses go, the Acme one. I gotta say, is probably the best one. I mean, at least when they have their their they stage their fights, there you there's some refreshments to go along with it. Oh, that's a good cocktail and a um, bloodthirsty fight. And I hear the acoustics are really good, right, Jeff? I guess. Yeah, they they support the local music scene. Oh, well, I, that is hard for me to argue with, but I'll, I'll just I'll let you keep performing there, Jeff, if that's okay. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll cut you to a different gig. <laughs> uh, speaking of performing, Jeff, why don't you? Uh... If people wanted to check you out on social media, is there one in particular they can kind of float over and see what you're up to? Um, I, I don't have a ton of social media presence. So old-fashioned Facebook or Instagram, if you can find me on there, Jeff Keniston. I'm usually the only guy holding a guitar. And Eddie, if people wanted to find us, where could they go? You could email us anytime at letsreadspiderman at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Twitter at Let's Read Spidey. By the way, I've been keeping us over 4,000 followers. They almost got us under 4,000 as they've been taking away some of those uh, really attractive random females who follow us. But <laughs> don't worry, some more are now following us. So we're back in Great. business. Great. <laughs> Wonderful, James so, B. Well, I'm James B., joined by... Eddie! And... Jeff. And remember, listeners, if there's a big, important Spider-Man book that doesn't quite live up to expectations... Have a brilliant musical guest on to sing about it. Goodbye. Goodbye. Spider-Man. 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 Jeff, when I called you earlier today, you were a little nervous about what was going to happen. I thought in my head, I was like, I mean, Jeff Keniston is a professional. I, I've seen you in the pit of many musicals play bass along with you. And I was like, 
it's not gonna be a problem, dude. You, you killed it. It was so good, Jeff. I'm glad it came out more gracefully than I processed. It's it just my head. such a professional, Jeff. I like I've heard you pull chords out of the air for any song that anybody could think of, and just be like, I got this. So Eddie's had a, a funky history with his previous editing, but it's always guest is sick or his guest didn't read the book 140 of the 145 shows or whatever has been mine so i'm like here we go again i'm getting ready to read him the riot act i'm like what's he doing with another he can't do and now i'm sitting here thinking hey let's see we're gonna have jeff back on episode 300 <laughs> that summer of 2025 we're gonna do another three song spectacular already already set for that one so we'll see you in a year and a half again all right sounds good hey he said all right he said all right it's been recorded